Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Start now. The riff. <laughs> Please add that. Thank you. <laughs> We're keeping that in. Okay. Keep all that all in. Right. I, I, so- all right. We're keeping this in. Here we go. <laughs> Dustin's vinyl. Dustin Chaffin. Yeah. All right. I couldn't. I couldn't play and and say that at the same time. I loved it. A year and a half on a year and a half with this show, we finally got a proper intro. Um, (laughs) Music, title of the show. Uh, That was great. What's up, buddy? Good to see. It's weird seeing you without a green screen. I know. My uh, my cousin's staying with me, and Mm. uh, I had to put him in my music room. So I had to move all my music stuff out into the living room. Nice. Looks like you're on a casting couch. So, <laughs> How much you to get on this show, show, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I don't know, buddy. Two albums and taking care of a dead guinea pig. That's what I had to do. <laughs> I had to grab. I paid my up. dues for Dustin Chafin's locked-in family. Oh, man. <laughs> I had to put them in the freezer. You've been in there. Oh, You've been in there. You've, yeah. you paid your dues, Anthony. Um, <laughs> good stuff. Uh, no. Yeah. So let, you know what? Let's let's bring in this oh, other we'll another we'll guy that's on the show randomly. Um, he's very <laughs> funny. Uh, actually, he's funny. He's funnier than us, and we're the comedians. But he's also very uh, knowledgeable where we lack a lot of times. Good up for Adam Holtz, everybody. Hey guys. Hey, Jersey's favorite. Jersey's own. Jersey's own. Is that what they call it? Jersey's yeah, Jersey favorite Fresh. son. Jersey Jersey's Fresh. favorite son. You didn't disappoint. You got your you got your uh Wonder Woman transitioning. Wonder Woman still, yeah. Painting is still there. I love it. Uh, it looks like it looks like uh Caitlyn Jenner in a Wonder Woman outfit. That's what it looks like. It, it, it sort of does. <laughs> <There we go. laughs> it never gets old. I love it. It's great. Good stuff. Uh, yeah. So we're, uh, we're without Jeff today, which is, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I feel, I feel really good about that. I'm kidding. No, he, <laughs> he, he gives us these fun videos of his take on things. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, last, last time was hilarious. So we're pretty excited to see these and he's got quite the outfit. I tell you, you think I oh, got yeah. an outfit. You should see Jeff's. Yeah. I can't um, wait to get to yeah, his, It's going to be videos. exciting. Uh, so you guys had good weeks, Anthony, how was your week? Good. It's been good. My, my cousin is uh, visiting from out of town. Uh, he's a musician. He's a a guy that plays on a lot of my songs. We used to be in bands together. Not only does he play a lot of your songs, he played on one of my songs on the album. He played on your song. That's right. 
Yeah. Uh, country to the city. Country Adam, to the city. I did a country song. I don't know if you've ever heard of heard it. Oh, but, wow. Uh, and he plays bass uh, and guitar, my I think. first album. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Stop telling people that. And yeah. uh, it's kind of a, I mean, kind of a thing about, you know, living in the city, but being from the country. And it's kind of a Johnny Cash kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But his, his cousin is a great uh, guitar player. And yeah. they, they did like Ricky a thing. Wells. Ricky Wells. Ricky, Ricky Wells. That's it. Ricky Wells. He got a shout out on the album. But yeah, uh, yeah it was good. We did a video and everything. It was pretty exciting. Um, I always try to do a song. I think it's I think it's fun. It's like throwback to the 80s and stuff, you know, because all yeah. those guys did songs like Kennison and Dennis Leary. Everybody did songs at the end of their albums. A lot of yeah. 80s guys. Did. Even Stephen yeah. Wright did some uh, kind of songs on his on his album. Yeah, I yeah, it's it is weird though when he picks up the guitar. I'm not it's gonna It's not lie. my favorite. It's not my yeah. favorite Stephen Wright moments when he's got the guitar. <laughs> yeah, because he I can't s- sing. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know. Is it like, is it spoken word or is it uh, an actual song? It's, it's him. sort of in between. Anthony yeah. does that too, where he does like jokes and plays the guitar. It's like mm-hmm. a it's like a melodic thing with the guitar and you know, set up punch. It's good. It's just not, you know, there's no need for it really. Yeah, that's not what you go for to see. Yeah. Well, I saw him live and it was like 30 minutes of just brilliance. And then he picked up the guitar and it's it fine. You know? <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. You know how I feel about guitar acts. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I was... Your week? Uh, oh, thank you for asking. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'd ask myself, hey, Dustin, how was your week? I don't know. So anyway, my week is... Been, uh, <laughs> Good Lord. Um, it was good. I was in Corpus Christi, Texas. Um, I was out there. I was headlining, which is fun. Um, Ooh. At, uh, you act like that's unheard of. Shut up. <laughs> no, um, it's not unheard of. <laughs> You've been doing a, a lot of People the actually like me yeah. sometimes, Anthony. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was fun. Um, well, I had opened for a couple of guys out there, and then the club headlined me. So that that's always a... Nice. You know, it's always the way that it should be, you know? And yeah. I think that's is like, you know, you open for people and then the club see you crush and then people like you that were there for the other person and they come for you. So it was great. I, uh, we had sold out shows and it was fantastic. And we oh, had yeah. a, uh, a bachelorette party. Um, <laughs> 22 girls from the Texas Christians Women's University. So they were not mm-hmm. as fun as you would want them to be. I'll tell you that. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> they all, it's funny, they all wore cowboy hats and thing. And I, when I got on, when I got on stage, I said, I said, I just got here late. So I have no idea what this table's about, but I'm assuming you're all just fans. And that's why you're wearing the cowboy hats. And it was really <laughs> funny. I was like, I'll sign them after. But, uh, <laughs> but I soiled those poor girls. Um, I just took my shirt off at one point. Like I was a maniac. I was just like, it's a bachelorette party. Why are you in a comedy club? I said, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, Beyonce has pink eye because he's getting flapped by some butt right now. Like, why are you here? <laughs> so I just soiled these poor girls. <laughs> We're going to have to get rebaptized after my show. But uh, it was fun. Uh, it was it. fun. There was, uh, yeah, it was cool. Cool little town. And the ocean is like, you know, it's probably the worst ocean in all of America. It really is so bad. It, uh, It's just, you know, they had a uh, surf museum. And uh, it's, which is just ridiculous. It's like the, they had the Corpus Christi Surf Museum. I was like, yeah, nobody's ever surfed in interesting unless there was a freaking hurricane. You know what I mean? Like nobody's <laughs> surfing. In Unintentional Corpus. surfing. <laughs> yeah. They just have a museum of three guys who did it, you know? Right. <laughs> and the water is so brown. 
it's just the brownest water ever, but you feel safe because you feel like the sharks can't see you because the water's so brown. <laughs> yeah, so, you can surf incognito. <laughs> yeah, the sharks aren't going to get you because they can't see shit. So, uh, <laughs> so we had a good time. We had a good time. And uh, it was fun. Uh, so it was a record store. I went to, uh, went to Hybrid Records, which is a cool little record store that was in downtown. It was walking distance from the hotel, which is great. I love it when I can just walk to a record store. I yeah. hate it when I got Uber to a thing. And then your $80 you have no business spending ends up costing you 150 because you got to do the the Uber and the all the oh, crap. Yeah. And so, and that's fair enough to say we all have, you know, just... Uh, probably poor planning with money and where we mm -hmm. put all our money in things like vinyl instead of, oh, like, yeah. you know, right. healthcare, yeah. and, you know, <laughs> right. and Dinner, savings account, groceries. And just, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a safety net for rent. No, we're, we're, we're out there buying records. The three of us, I can speak yeah. for all of us. I talked yeah. about before the show, but I think that's the thing is it's like you, you know, you find drugs that, you know, stimulate and that you, you know, and, and that's kind of one of those things. Um, but uh, so I love a record store. So I went to a record store and let's see. First one, uh, because Adam and I share the uh, love for. Ah, there you go. Like Mitty, I got the new one. And oh. I think I scared Lee off when I played it. Uh, last night <laughs> the first three the first three songs you're like whoa she's like what is this you know but uh but it's you know as weird as i want it to be it's mm -hmm. such a cool album the follow-up you know uh to the the last album that we covered actually on the show yeah cavalcade cavalcade that's it and so yeah you know i just like having weird stuff you know it's like i feel like this is uh you know one of those albums that uh it, it's just all over the place for me and it's like one of those albums that you know i really feel it is kind of an alone album I, I, mm -hmm. not a lot of people might not get this you know and i think that's just a, you know like zappa you ever try like people are always like i love zappa and then you listen to it you're like do yeah. you really do i <laughs> actually <laughs> I like a couple of songs yeah, here and there. Yeah. yeah, I like his mustache. And yeah, but you're just like, I, don't, yeah, I like what he did for free speech. Uh, yeah, but you crank that up at a party. You got to yeah. make sure it's the right crowd. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and so, yeah, so I'm, I just like getting into stuff I'm not that familiar with. And so Adam got to hook me on this, this band. And I think they're very talented and weird and fun. So I got that. And it keeps going with Adam. I feel like my whole theme is Adam. And so <laughs> oh, uh, I got the Atlantis Morrison. Oh, yeah. yeah. This, this is an original at press, and it's hard to find this, actually. I, I didn't, didn't know that they yeah. even did that yeah. originally. This is an original press. It's hard to find. And uh, Jack Littlefield. And I think, Adam, actually, you saw her just yeah, recently. Yeah, I saw right? her last uh, Thursday. And oh, wow. uh, it was uh, so garbage open, and then Alanis came on. She did all of Jagged Little Pill. And oh, she mixed in uh, wow. mixed in a few of her um, her other hits in there, but it was uh, it was incredible. She was basically bouncing around the stage. She was twirling. I mean, I think she's going to rival Stevie Nicks for uh, for twirling now. Wow. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it was. Uh, she sounds she sounds incredible. Oh, that's um, great. That's great. Yeah, um, I think she would be fun to see. I think there's you know, it's like. Um, uh, you know, I saw Cheryl Crow, which probably would, some people would put her in the same genre, but but not as dynamic on stage. It's very kind yeah. of set there in the middle. Or is I think Lannis is jumping around, and she yeah, plays and, right. She plays guitar. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, there okay. was they yeah. uh, they brought out uh, an acoustic and a uh, I think there were there were a couple moments where they brought guitars out for her. She didn't play huh. it the whole time, but she did play a couple songs. And okay. uh, I, I think one of the best uh, moments was uh, during Ironic. 
she yeah. had an entire tribute to Taylor Hawkins. Oh, oh that's wow. nice. That was oh, really, really cool. moving, really powerful. Oh. And um oh, that's uh, amazing. it was yeah. We're really uh really great show. Definitely worth checking out. I think she's still I think I think she's probably gonna I, I know this was like probably the second leg of this tour. And and this is one that I, I've been the one here when I saw her at PNC and it was basically rescheduled three times because of COVID and because of a hurricane. Yeah. So oh wow. Wow. Yeah, I'm glad that she does play guitar and it's not like a Madonna thing where they teach her how to play one song for the tour, you know? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Where they basically just glue her fingers to the fret. Like, all right, just don't move, play this. Uh, But yeah, this is cool. You know, I just, I've always liked the CD and uh so it's cool to have it as an album yeah they um I, i've actually been trying to look for that album it's yeah. it is really tough to find but yeah. they they do have a uh acoustic jagged little pill album that she put out interesting you would say that mr Adam. Oh. <laughs> here we go uh, my next album is uh Storm temple pilots uh mtv unplugged and i actually oh. never saw yeah. this one obviously the nirvana and kiss yeah. i've seen a yeah. bunch of them but i hadn't seen this one i don't know if you guys saw it but uh, I, yeah, I have seen it yeah i didn't i've never seen the uh album i didn't yeah. know that it was uh that they did it as an album. Yeah, it's cool. It's uh, I know Anthony's a sucker for a colored vinyl. Oh, nice. Purple. That's a nice color too. Yeah, purple. You know, you don't see that very with much with the colored color vinyl. Good. Yeah. So uh, yeah, this is cool, man. I've been listening to it the past couple of days or past yeah. day, I guess. It's uh, you know, it's got you know, Cracker Man creep, uh, plush, Vaseline, obviously, Wicked Garden, <laughs> sex type thing, Big Empty, Andy Warhol. But yeah, it's great. It's like because I love you know. I wish all my rock bands that I like would, you know, I could have like an acoustic version of them. Yeah. You know, I just feel like it's always just, I will always wish they should, they should all just do two. It should be a standard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like <laughs> when yeah. you just do the hard one and you do the song, you know, so it's like, uh, cause it just adds another element to the music, you know, it just adds some you know, depth, especially like this, a band like this. And, uh, you know, cause there's so much soul in it and torture yeah. and stuff. So it's like, you know, you'd really hear it when it comes through through the uh you know kind of unplugged version they, mm-hmm. they did plug in a little bit um it was uh with vaseline i think they plugged in a little bit so it's like a little bit of that happens you know where somebody's like in the back it's like hey, this riff really needs the guitar but yeah you know, yeah but for the most part it was you know just kind of that intimate setting but uh yeah, yeah. it was cool so i got i really feel like i scored with these three yeah good that's a great yeah. thing yeah, yeah really, I almost really nice. got because you know you guys you guys are down with Primus a lot, right? Is that you guys I like some fans? Prime. I love the Brown mm-hmm. album and yeah. uh, what's the other one? Uh, uh, Tales uh, Punchbowl something Punchbowl Punchbowl uh, uh, Tales from the Punchbowl. I don't know something. The one with Winona's Big Brown Beaver. Okay, that one's a good yeah, one. that's a good I think one. that one. I'm not a. I mean, I like them, but I don't. You know, I I don't own a lot of their stuff or whatever. Yeah. I might have owned a couple of CDs back in the day, but I don't have any of them. Anyway, I'd never heard that Willy Wonka thing they did. Oh, so I haven't listened it, to all of it. Either. It's pretty phenomenal. Like it was, it was on in the record store. You know, and oh, this, yeah. this they did the whole album, the tribute. It's so, it's so great and freaking weird, man. I loved nice. it. So I almost got that. I def, I think I want to own that. It's just really, but I feel like if I'm gonna have some primacy, I should probably have, you know, a backup instead of just yeah. you know, so like what do you own uh the willy wonka album you know what i mean like <laughs> right. i feel like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like if i'm going to start into my primus world of vinyl i should probably you know see something else yeah but, so that, uh, i think that one is called primus in the chocolate factory with the fungi ensemble 
Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's wild, man. It's wild. It's really good. That Oompa Loompa version is phenomenal. Like, I was just listening. I go, who is? I didn't even know who it was. And then I just like, you know, it's like, this is yeah. great. So uh, so I think that released, uh, re-released, actually, uh, on vinyl. I think that's a new release on vinyl now. Um, but, yeah, so uh, what are you guys been? You guys been digging? Anthony, oh, you yeah. been digging? What you got? I've been to, I went to a record store in Echo Park in LA. Okay. It's a record store coffee shop. I forget nice. the name of it. Um, and I was looking around the regular regular bins and I was like, oh, you know, it's fine. Nothing, nothing crazy. I don't know if I'm going to buy anything. And then I've been, I, I like kind of kneel down and they got a whole bunch of dollar records and a lot of them are kind of beat up or whatever. And I was looking through it and I found a couple of really uh, kind of some hidden gems. And one of them, uh i'll show this there's a kind of a little story i guess but i got the rocky horror picture give us show. A story. give us a story buddy so at first i saw this so that it's got this limited edition the sleeve has this little it's numbered uh oh, and i was nice. kind of excited about it but you see how this is like the sleeve is like that so yeah what they did is the record is actually just the regular soundtrack and okay. this is supposed to be a picture disc, uh, which they didn't include. So I have like this limited edition sleeve, this limited edition jacket, and then the regular soundtrack. But I mean, it's oh. still from the seventies. <laughs> it's still the original nineteen seventy-five soundtrack, just no, in this sleeve. Well, actually, Anthony, we uh, we covered this album, and I own the picture disc uh, oh. from the seventies. I have. What it. number yeah. do you have? What number do you uh, have? I'd have to look at it, but I have it. Yeah. I got eighty one ninety one. If your number is better, there. then yeah, I'll I'll trade you and we'll we'll just sell yeah, it. Yeah, you could have the you could have a better <laughs> the better it's number. It's like some amazing it's, number, otherwise. But uh, yeah, I, I listened to it. I mean, it it plays great, even though it was in the dollar bin, and I thought maybe it'd be a little beat up. But you know, it's the I mean, I've seen the movie a bunch of times, but I never owned the soundtrack, and I put it on, and I was really surprised by how well this just works as an album. Oh, it's just it's great. a great it's, album. You know, yeah. it's like a concept album or whatever. Yeah, like, Leah, just, Leah loves love it. it. She, that's her, one of her pump ups, like four shows and stuff like this. Yeah. It's the, her whole thing is like the first half, the first yeah. side, the first side, side is, is amazing. Beat, and then yeah. the second side is a little, a little bit of a downer, you know, people yeah. die, people Except get eaten. For, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> the first song on side B is the touch, a touch, a touch me. So that one's upbeat. And then it's like all ballads. And then forget it. It's all but all great songs. I mean, yeah. even side B, it feels like you're listening to like Dark Side of the Moon or something. With yeah, all those no, kinda... it, well, it's ahead of its time. It's a, it's yeah. such an independent that took off, which you got to appreciate that. You know, yeah. it's like, uh, but yeah, it's definitely. And that guy, uh, what's his name? Richard O'Brien. Richard O'Brien. Yeah, he he has an amazing voice. Like he could have been yeah. like a, a a metal dude. We talked about it on the thing. It's like he could have yeah. been like a metal singer. Like he was great. He's got a yeah. great voice. And then he put that whole thing together, man. He just kind of like wrote it and performed yeah. it. Yeah, like it was a, made play. It a movie. And he wrote the yeah. music. And then he, just, he wrote the screenplay yeah. with uh, uh, Jim Sharman and him wrote the screenplay yeah. based That's off great. of the play that he wrote by himself. So I was pretty I was pretty excited to to get this for a buck because yeah. uh, it's got the it's got the jacket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Anytime you get anything for a buck, it's always a party. Yeah. It's like, so. uh, 
I think the album that we're covering today, one that I'm covering today, I got for a buck. But uh, yeah, it's uh, you'd be surprised that you can find. You know, yeah. I, I recommend, you know, it's like like uh, Goodwills and like fancy neighborhoods. I, you find really good stuff. And like, you know, I found like a bunch of Beatles and Chuck Berry, a bunch of stuff. Cause you know, it was like, it was in 72nd street over there. Yeah, yeah. Know, and, and like, there was like a goodwill. Like you, it's a kind of goodwill where you walk in like, is this thing new? You know, like there's stuff that's still sealed. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just, yeah. Yeah. Like they don't, you know, it's like what's trash to them is, is like not trash to the rest of us. So it's like you get good quality stuff, but because in Queens though, I'd get, I would go into their dollar bins and in the Salvation Army and just maybe one song wouldn't skip. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I call it the Frisbee bin because that's, <laughs> yeah, people are just, yeah, I got a Buster Rhymes album and I was excited about it. I mean, you can't even listen to it. That's just uh, so just jacked just up. But some I've up. saved and we'll do an episode on that. I've saved albums where it's a lot of, you know, route cleaning mm -hmm. and, you know, oh yeah. Sometimes I, I'll put a, a coin on the needle and it'll kind of press the groove a little harder. And oh sometimes yeah, yeah, you, yeah, sometimes you can do that. Yeah. See, I messed up. I did that, but I did it under the needle, so it just ruined the whole album. Got <laughs> 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 be specific, Anthony. Yeah, These kids yeah. go out there and scratch their albums. <laughs> put it on top of it, guys. You got to put it on it. top of the needle, so it's weighted. <laughs> uh, let's see, uh, Adam. What'd you get this week? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Well, uh, besides going to uh, see uh, Alanis Morissette, I also saw Which Elton awesome. John. Yeah, yeah, I saw uh, you saw Elton, Elton John. John. Yep. Wow. God, dude, I want your life. Yeah, and I got a uh, I got a uh, pretty reckless and hailstorm coming up on Thursday. So this is uh, probably the most shows I've seen uh, in a couple of years, well, or three That's years amazing. or so. That's this amazing. This is his I farewell tour, right? Yeah. Yeah, so this was, uh, he did two nights over in MetLife, and uh, I caught the second night, which was, uh, you know, he, he sold out the first night. The second night, there was still a ton of seats. I was able to get tickets day of uh, on the floor for pretty cheap. Wow. And uh, it was uh, an amazing show. I'm not really that big an Elton John fan, but, um, uh, you know, getting to see Tiny Dancer live is just, uh, you know, everybody, the entire stadium is singing it. Uh, oh, yeah. still sound. He still sounds incredible. I, uh, I I was looking at the set list. He hadn't really changed his set list up. And so I'm looking at the set list. I, I find the one song where I'm like, okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to hit the bathroom. I'm going to go grab a, uh, I'm gonna <laughs> grab some food. As I'm over there, he goes into Mona Lisa and Mad Hatters. I just go running all the way back there. I had some video of it I should have <laughs> shared, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but one of one of my favorite songs of his, I had no idea he was going to play it. It was uh, and, and just being able to see both Tiny Dancer and Mona Lisa and Mad Hatters, um, you know, both songs that are on Almost Famous was incredible. Yeah, you love that album. I mean, that movie yeah. and all, all the music yeah, yeah. attached to it. Yeah, Elton John's cool, man. Um, did you see the movie? I thought the movie was great. No, I haven't seen the, it yet. Yeah, Rocket uh, Man. Rocket Man. Yeah, 
Yeah, I haven't seen man, it that's you haven't seen it either. It's no. really good, man. I think it's uh, it's one of the I've, I've I think I might have seen that more than any movie. I've seen that a thousand. I mean, maybe less than like you know Star Wars or something. But like as far as the past you know recent movies, I've seen that like eight times, man. It's like every time I'm on a plane, it's I watch wow. it. Like the it's a really good and it's a musical, so that you yeah. see he sings in it and stuff. But it's it's good, man. I think it's really good. Yeah, Elton John. Early Elton John is like you know you yeah. overlook it because of like. You know, the Lion John King. got a little cheesy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it got a little yeah. cheesy, you know, but it's like he was a badass, man. He really kind of opened yeah. up music for the 70s. The and 70s just, stuff is great. Yeah, I mean, just the piano playing. I mean, nobody was doing that. Yeah. So that's cool. Very cool. Great you guys concerts. I mean, I, I'm hoping to just, you know, see Anthony's band and you're seeing like all these <laughs> like amazing. <laughs> I got to get scalp tickets for uh, Die Laughing, but you guys, you guys you're, seeing, you're seeing Elton John floor. Wow. Well, you yeah, know what, though? Go, I, I uh, went, you know, I, I think it was so yeah, Saturday and Sunday, Black Midi played around here and I missed it because of the Elton John show. But I figured okay. Black Midi, I, I could, you know, they'll they'll be back around. Elton, this is it. So Yeah. It's the end. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, they say that and then they have like I mean, Kiss had like five farewell tours or I whatever. Know. Oh yeah. I remember yeah. them doing farewell tours when I was like ten years old. Yeah. <laughs> Here they are. Doing They've another farewell and for a really long time. <laughs> well, we're on a motley crew. They signed the contract saying this is it. This is definitely it. They signed, they signed the whole yeah. thing and then they just ripped it up and now they're playing again. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you could do that? Right. <laughs> do they sound good? Does Vince, have you heard anybody go to the shows or anything? Because I no, feel Joe, Vince... Jeff, yeah, Jeff went to the one, uh, was a couple weeks ago. Oh, he did? Okay. Yeah. Did he um, like it? Did we talk about it? Yeah, or it was, maybe it was on the other show. I know he was saying that he was a little bit disappointed by it. Hmm. Well, I'm disappointed by Jeff sometimes. I don't know, but I, <laughs> I haven't heard I, good things though about it. I don't think people care. I think it's more of a karaoke show. Like people just know the music so much that everybody's just singing it and, and enjoying it. I mean, Vince, you know, Vince had a pretty amazing voice. Um, and you know, I don't think you can like same thing with Axel. You can't have a voice like yeah. that for very long. Like eventually, oh, yeah. you know, it just goes out. Axel that's why, lost it by the nineties. Axel yeah. didn't have it anymore. Yeah, and that's why uh, Perry from you know Steve Perry. That's why Steve he kind of quit. He just could because he didn't. You know, he couldn't do that anymore. Yeah. And so it's like, I think, you know, not that Vince is Steve Perry, but he does have a, you know, pretty good rock voice, but it's, uh, you know, I think it's tough, but I'm always amazed that people still, I was talking to Leah yesterday and I was like, I'm so surprised that people are still selling out stadiums for Motley Crue. (laughs) I'm not saying it's a bad, but Guns N' Roses to all the bands. I'm like, I'm just kind of like, you think at a certain point, you're just just like, you know, they're not going to sound that great, but it's just like, people are so desperate to feel that thing they felt when they were 20 or 17 or whatever. And I think it must be it where they just want to be at a concert and feel that thing, you know? Yeah. Well, uh, with guns and roses, when they reunited, uh, I think it was like six years ago or so they played, uh, they, they played, you know, they played MetLife. They sold out the show right away. They add a second show. It's about half full. And uh, I ended up getting tickets on a Groupon the day of for 20 bucks for like the floor. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And how'd they say they sounded incredible uh, really? the first the wow. first time when they first came back. I saw them this past fall. Uh, Axel can't sing anymore. Um, it was pretty much the slash show for the three hours they played. Okay. 
All right, your internet's a little fuzzy, but let's see. Um, cool. All right, so today we were talking about um, we we're talking about different music from bands that somehow include family members. Uh, it could be siblings. There's a lot of bands that have brothers. There's a lot of bands where you know it's mom and uh, daughter and uh, father and son and you know there's cousins and uh you know there's just a lot of people that you know somehow you know you have the whole families like jackson five you know where it's just like everybody's related and it's like i and i think of and i was thinking about this too it's like you know i can't do anything with, with my brothers like i can't imagine people like you know creating music with family and then you know, actually producing something good. Cause I feel like if I tried to do music with my brothers, it would just be a fist fight. Somebody would cry. Um, you know, it would just be, somebody would throw something across the room. It would, just be, it would just, yeah, nothing would get done. It would we'd be a good punk band. I think me and my brothers would make a great punk band because somebody would get in a fist fight. You know, it would just, it would be one of those kind of things. But, uh, but yeah, I'm always impressed with people that can do that. And a lot of times it's like, you know, with the Jackson five though, I feel like it's, you know, it's kind of, it's a, it's kind of a double thing. Cause it's like, you know, some of the greatest, you know, music and, you know, ever, but, you know, but at the same time, I felt like, you know, that's all those children were, were like little, just music bees that made this, yeah. that just made music and they, and then they, they ended up kind of being messed up because of it. So I, you know, there's a lot of psychology to it as well. I think when you put your kids into something and then some bands, it works out like the, you know, I imagine Anthony probably knows more about Hanson than most of us, but, um, <laughs> I feel like, um, you know, no, <laughs> I like Hanson. I think they're a good yeah. band. And I yeah. think, um, but they always seem like nobody was like going to have allegations when they were 40. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it just felt yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like they just seemed like they were just some kids that could play. How, how, how come you think I'm, I, I know about Hanson? Because I'm looking at you right now. <laughs> My um, sister was really into Hanson. When, uh, I, I, somebody in your circle is into Hanson. <laughs> you're you're of age and a little bit. It's like it's just somebody in your circle. They were talented kids. They, they were. were. I'm not saying that they were. I mean, I'm gonna make fun of them because they got that one song. I'm sure they grew into something a little more complex. I mean, I would hope. I, I don't know. I'm not seeking out. Uh, late Hanson, but I would. You know, <laughs> I think they do, still uh, tour. I think they yeah, still tour. I'm sure we get them on the show. They ain't doing much. <laughs> yeah, <they're not>. um, <laughs> where's Hanson now? That's gonna be that's gonna be a new show. We, we try to we try to catch up with Hanson. That sounds but, uh, huge. Yeah, well, you know, but uh, but anyway, I just think it's an interesting genre. So, how about you? Why don't you start us off uh, with your uh, your band that you chose and your album? Oh yeah. Why um, did you choose them? Yeah. Well, yeah. So I chose a, a band called No Means No, which uh, I was kind of just looking for an excuse to talk about um, this album uh, wrong on the show. Because it's this is an album that uh, when I was touring in um, 2019, me and my, my buddy, we would go into record stores all over the country looking for an original press of this album wrong and no one had it we went to this one record store in um in seattle and it was like this old punk dude who owned the place and he was like oh yeah i know that album i had it once <laughs> he was like didn't let i had it for just a couple of weeks and uh and then it, and then it went 
but almost every record store they didn't even know what we were talking about they had to they had to look it up but uh uh this band they're from canada from uh um so what's the part of <laughs> they're from near near seattle that area uh, victoria it, it, yes yeah yep. they're from from there and uh, so that was probably why the the guy in seattle knew knew what it was but uh this came out in 89 uh the on uh, alternative tentacles records uh uh this was their fourth album and it's uh john wright and uh rob wright brothers uh bass and guitar and for some of the history of the band they were just a two-piece with bass and drum uh bass and drums and uh on wrong they have a guitar player he plays i don't think he even plays on every song a lot of it's very bass heavy it's like lead bass kind of stuff. And this album is like, uh, it's a really, it's a great punk rock album that has like prog rock and jazz influences. So it's very complex kind of song structure, but with these kind of almost black flag kind of vocals. Uh, and I I love it. And we, we listened to it in the car when we were touring. It was like one of the go-to albums we listened to all the time. And we we searched all over the country, did not find an original press anywhere uh, at any record store. Not even a, a, it's not, I don't, I think it's just out of print. I don't think mm-hmm. there's even a new vinyl print. You could find it on CD. There's like a reissue that came out like 15 years ago. But it's, uh, you know, it's one of the deep cuts, I would say, of uh, punk rock. It's It's not generally spoken about the way that a lot of other, great punk albums are you know damaged by black flag mm-hmm. or or whatever kind of whatever usually comes up this is a kind of a, a hidden gem and and i i really like it so this was a, a good excuse with with i could have gone you know oasis brother i could have right. <laughs> you know i could have gone with some other brothers or whatever but I, I just wanted you guys to check this out i don't hopefully hopefully you liked it i don't know well you texted me you said can i do the bacon brothers and i was like well let me see the bacon uh, oh right. yeah because like, <laughs> you you were like you were like oh what are you gonna do hansen brothers and uh actually the uh these two guys had a side project called the hansen brothers oh interesting uh which is i think a reference to what's the movie Slapshot or some hockey movie oh, okay yeah yeah that's <laughs> um, a good movie but that's they these two guys have a project called the hansen brothers so, <laughs> oh, that's, that's uh, hilarious so that was but yeah so that was my out wrong by no means no this episode is brought to you by paramount plus get in loser mean girls is now streaming on paramount plus join katie heron as she meets the plastics and tina fey's new twist on the modern classic get ready for more of the rumors backstabbing and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises rated pg-13 wear pink and head to paramountplus.com to try it free yeah i thought uh thought it was good i was listening to it at the gym today mm-hmm. and uh it kind of sounds like um you know a lot of i got actually got a uh chili peppers vibe like if the oh. peppers were a little more raw you know i felt like there was it kind of had some of that elements to it but uh yeah it was you know you never disappoint you know anthony always has a good <laughs> punk rock you know it's uh <laughs> you know you're pretty solid on your part this actually i like this this is a little harder than some of the you know others you know you've kind of recommended over the over, over the show but is yeah i think it was a little definitely a lot more going on musically 
then was it just that straight sound where it's yeah. just kind of that you know that pretty green complex. day da, 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 yes. you know that yeah, yeah. ramones that just yeah. kind of pop 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 every song kind of has that fast rhythm you know so uh yeah it was good i thought it was uh you know i should listen to him a little more but i, I enjoyed it adam i feel like this is your jam this kind of music yeah um it's um you know i hadn't heard of them before and I, I think if I had heard this back in uh, back in the '90s, I would have really, uh, you know, that it, it would have been um, something I definitely would have had in, in heavy rotation. But um, I only I only got to listen to this once while I was driving. It's definitely great driving music. It's um, so I guess they're they're uh, are they considered hardcore or or post hardcore? Uh, I don't know. Probably I would imagine it's probably probably post hardcore. Um. And this this was '89, so hardcore was probably over. But they this album, so it, it came out in '89. But mm-hmm. but this album was was their most popular one, and uh, they they the band has said that they they attribute that to Nirvana breaking, you know, shortly after this came out, or even I guess in that area, even before uh, Nevermind came out. I mean, they had some buzz with Bleach, so yeah. which was also '89. So. Uh, Nirvana really helped this particular album be be like a successful one for them. It kind of rode that wave a little bit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I definitely have to check out some more of their stuff. But um, yeah, it's great. Uh, I mean, I listened to it driving. I thought it was uh, definitely good, good driving music. Good, um, you see it being good workout music too. But yeah, I gotta, oh, yeah. I gotta, Going I gotta check out some more. Yeah, yeah, I run to this sometimes. <laughs> yep. This or damaged by Black Flag. I, oh yeah, usually what I run to. <laughs> Do you run in jeans still? Or no? <laughs> I was running in jeans to, to, to Black Flag, but no, not anymore. I got sweatpants. One of my favorite things ever. <laughs> I got this. I got this thing on my back. I go to the hospital. What happened? I was running in jeans. What? Do you not running? do that. You these, will get these some gnarly. Uh, <laughs> I actually, yes, I will. At that oh time, I went to the beach in my cutoff jeans. I didn't have anything. <laughs> else. I didn't have. I didn't have shorts really because I was doing shows every night, and you can't wear shorts at shows. And I just had like this one pair of cutoff jeans, and I did everything in them. I worked out of them. Went to the beach. <laughs> Not anymore. Now I have the proper attire. I like it. I like it. <laughs> uh very cool uh were we supposed to play did i mess up are we supposed to play you're supposed to play jeff first right is that what we're supposed to do no it's it's all right we could play we could play uh jeff's reaction now okay i feel like i bet jeff didn't like this i feel like actually he kind of likes your punk stuff he just doesn't like your groovy weird stuff yeah it's (laughs) like all right let's check this out let's see let's see how jeff felt about no means no the basis for winger everybody please give it up (laughs) Okay, so it's after my show, and I'm half in the bag as I'm doing this, but I have to put out this video. And this is Anthony's album. It's No Means No, and I think the album is called Wrong. Um, what can I say about this album? It's such an Anthony album. Um, what can I say? Big Dick is name of one of the songs, and it sucked. Um, I did like The Tower. It was okay. Uh, Brainless Wonder, Tired of Waiting, State of Grace, and uh, Am I Wrong? I mean, I mean, what can you say about this album? I mean, it's, 
you know, it, it's, it's what, it's, it's, it's three chords, and, you know, three power chords and a little bit of attitude, but there's nothing special about this album at all. Um, you know, it's just kind of like, like fucking, uh, what's his name, uh, Adam's album, album. You know, annoying. Um, it wasn't good. I mean, I really think Dustin and I pick really great albums. I mean, listen, Dustin picks Eat a Peach. You can't get, can't go wrong with Eat a Peach. And Stone Temple Pilots are great. Um, maybe one day Anthony could pick. You know, what I do. What I'd like to see with Anthony. I would like to one day take Anthony to a Journey Sticks and love a boy concert and let's throw in Ario's Speedwagon on top of that you know that may be his version of hell but it would be my version of heaven because I would love to see him at that show um now nah, I, I gotta tell you man I this album was no means no yeah not, not not feeling it how is I don't know what he wanted from me he said something about Ario Speedwagon I don't. Is, I don't think he listened to the album, to be honest, because this is not a three chord. This is definitely. No, I picked it because it's, it's got I mean, the I attitude. Didn't, I didn't listen to it twice or anything. I mean, I I didn't give it probably the the air I should have. But you know, he did. I don't think he listened to it. I think he listened to like. Yeah, three. Yeah. It's not a three chord. It's it's not. That's what sets it sets it apart yeah, from so other. I was saying it's not that. Bop, bop, yeah. Bop, bop. Right. yeah, it's definitely different. He, he is, was just trying he, to, you know, nah. he just assumed he could just say that. Yeah, I think yeah. he has like Anthony's go-tos. So. Yeah. yeah. He's like, what <laughs> he can I say that. about this album that I didn't even listen to? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, man, Hilarious. he was on a, he was, I mean, how many cups Jeff. of coffee was that? Right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Coffee. Yeah, Staten coffee. Island coffee. They sn- they slip a little <laughs> cocaine they, in there. That's yeah. what they call cocaine. Yeah. Staten, Island, Staten coffee. Island coffee. You know, hey, it's a Staten Island coffee. Yay, gets you right up, I tell you. <laughs> oh man, hilarious! All right, well, he apparently liked my album, so that makes me better it. than you guys. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't have a lot of free stuff. I've been kind of crazy this week, but um. Yeah, I I love this band. Um, you know, it's like uh, one of the bands that uh, kind of my go-to bands, I guess, as far as this, like, you know, like my sophistication in music of any, like if I would say, because I like a lot of bad music. So, <laughs> so but, uh, you know, I also like, you know, certain bands that I feel like are, you know, musically exceptional, mm-hmm. you know, if that's a way to put it. Um, yeah. I would actually call this band the Southern Beatles in a way, because I wow. feel like they kind of kind of sophisticated music um, of that kind of era, that time. I keep, they kind of like really just brought on this jam music that was kind of happening, but I felt like they kind of exploded it. And uh, what's funny about this album, uh, it's the Almond Brothers, uh, it, uh, Eat a Peach, which is a great album. Mm-hmm. It's so funny today. I was like, I was like, you know, it's a double album. And it's, you know, it's, I actually got it for a dollar because wow, I wish I didn't know nice. what they were getting. And, I uh, love the artwork. Yeah, the artwork yeah. is great. It's very, you know great talented stuff um but was was great well it was i was i was thinking you know how come there's only um you know uh one let's see i think there's like 
I think there's like 14 songs here. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, there's like 16 songs. I was like, how come there's only 16 songs, but there's like, you know, two discs? And then I realized it's because they jam forever. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, they're still so, jamming. They're right, not yeah. done recording this album yet. <laughs> so, so yeah, there's, there's only, a, there's, there's not that many songs on here, but there's a lot of playing happening. And so then I, and then I, you know, I, I'd listen to it again and I've listened to it a few times and it's such a great album. And one of, um, you know, I think it's their fourth studio album. Um, and the Almond Brothers are just such, a, they're all so talented, you know, the entire band. And um, I remember I used to see them a lot at the Beacon. Um, I got to see them mm-hmm. live probably about, maybe like four, maybe five times. I saw, they used to do March uh, at the, uh, it was March, what was it called? Something March at the, uh, at the beacon. It was with the Almond Brothers and they yeah. would play there every March and they would play like, you know, like three weeks in March or whatever. It was just phenomenal. You'd see some, you know, great, you know, like uh, guest musicians and stuff. And uh, what is that? Trucks. It was a guy that plays, um, the dark trucks, convoy dark trucks, dark trucks. <laughs> I saw him play for the very first time at the beacon and he was like 16 or something. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, this is just one of these, uh, albums that uh, has everything in it that you want. Um, I think, uh, it's, it not only has jam music, like, uh, one of my favorite songs is uh, mountain jam, mm-hmm. which is such a, an amazing song, but then it has like Melissa, which is such a, you know, kind of a, power song of the seventies. And it's very, you know, it's, it's like a radio song, I guess, if you will. Um, but every song on here is great. Um, I think there's just, you know, just such a good band. Uh, no more is a really good song. Blue sky is fantastic. And then we also have mountain jam continued. So (laughs) in case you didn't get enough, (laughs) they keep playing. And, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, it's, I think it's one of the best bands from the seventies, you know, it's like top five for sure. You know, there's a lot of great music happening in the seventies and I feel like they, they, they earn their right to be in that list of great, you know, musicians and, you know, um, but yeah, I love the Almond Brothers. Uh, you know, it's, uh, I, I have all the solo stuff. Um, you know, what's his name? Uh, Greg, I have Greg's solo stuff, even the one with Cher. So, wow. <laughs> which is pretty bad. That's dedication. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I believe Dwayne Almond was the kind of the main brother and he kind of founded and put everybody together. And then through the years, they just, you know, created such good music. So yeah, so that's uh, you know I don't have a lot today. Sorry about that. I didn't I didn't do no, all the research on the album itself. Well, the album but, is long, so you yeah, don't need the to album say is much. long. So I don't want to be too long. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but it's a great album. I just there's such a good band and bands like Fish and stuff like yep. that. I feel like are heavily influenced by a band like the Almond Brothers and things like that. And so you know I feel like they've just done a, made a really good mark in music. And so one of my favorite bands for sure. And uh, Eat a Peach. Anthony, how do nice. you feel about this? I I liked it. I'm waiting for Mountain Jam forever. <laughs> I'm, I hope they I hope they come out with that. <laughs> they just show me your house and he's like playing. <laughs> Ooh, we'll still, we'll stop still still he's at my window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I, uh, I like it. So I mean, Almond Brothers. I never really uh, got into them just because I never knew, really knew where to start. And I don't know yeah. if this is where you would have recommended somebody starts but um for the jamming stuff yeah i felt like they got their like their live stuff together at this point but yeah love it. but I, I liked it. it i i guess i always was kind of afraid that they would be they would sound like a little too southern for mm. what i would like 
Yeah. But I didn't really find that on the, no. I, like the vocals are, it's not as twi- like, it's kind of almost like the band. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Very much and so. So, yeah. So, so I was into that. And then the jamming, it's not always my thing, but I mean, they're great. They're great guitar players and stuff. So, yeah. you know, even if you just put this on on the background, you know, while they're just, Mm-hmm. noodling yeah. away forever uh it's i i liked it you know i i, I was into it it's pl- very pleasant it's pleasant music yeah i think you know there's a lot of bands to start uh their first album is great i think it's just titled the almond brothers and um uh let's see i think it's i'm trying to think of the one with um with uh Ramblin man uh hmm. i think that was brothers and sisters i think that one's on but um, yeah, I think you can't go really go wrong with this band as far as yeah. an album. Their live stuff's fantastic. You know, it's kind of like is how people it, get into the Grateful Dead. Yeah. Same kind of oh, thing. Oh yeah. Is it's it like, is it the two? Is it Greg and Dwayne? Are those the? Yeah. Are they yeah, the those only are brothers? The main, okay. Those are main. Yeah, I think they got cousins, and you know, oh, I think yeah, there's, yeah. there's like <laughs> somebody. I'm a fourth cousin. You know, yeah, yeah. I play bass. You know, I think a lot of that's happening. <laughs> Tambourine. Like, he's yeah, like the they're uncle. Like the, they're like the seventies Wu Tang Clan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's coming in <laughs> willie nelson's like that willie nelson will go on forever he his family he has a whole family man he's got the yeah. he's got his little sister he's got his big brother he's got his son like everybody's playing yeah i like it yeah it's a lot of fun uh adam yeah so i i didn't really um i, I haven't really heard much outside of the hits i haven't really listened to yeah. much of the allman brothers and i did have a short jam back uh jam band phase back in college to listen to Everyone fish does. and yeah, pretty much everybody <laughs> in college had that. And it's like a bunch oh, of fish wow, shows. Let's check oh, yeah. this out. <laughs> Grateful Dead. Yeah, yeah. Dr- drugs are fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it was great. It was great going to those three day fish shows, and then you you put on a studio album, and you're like, man, this is terrible. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um. But yeah, no. So, um, every, you know, every time I'd hear people talk about Almond Brothers, I'd always hear them say, oh, you got to hear Almond Brothers, the beacon. You got to go to the beacon shows. And, um, you know, this uh, I, I really enjoyed this this album. I think uh, it's a little bit thrown uh, with Mountain Jam being 33 minutes or so right in the middle, right in the middle of the album. Um, yeah. But uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, eight ways to no more, uh, eight ways to time no more. Uh, Melissa, one way out. All fantastic songs, and um, and this is one that I see eat a peach all the time in the used vinyl section. I think I'm going to pick it up next time I go. Yeah, it's a good one to own. It's kind of yeah. a, yeah. it's just a classic. You know, it's kind of their wide album, if you will. You know, just oh, kind yeah. of one of their staple albums. So, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, should we hear Jeff? I guess yeah. he's going to give a good review. So let's hear it. I Hopefully like it. he he calmed down from the time he made. I hope my he's wearing video. that headband. Is what, yeah. is what that's what I'm hoping for. He better be wearing that headband. What, what can I say about this? It's a great. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way Jeff does coke. He's way too. I don't think he's he way does. too controlled. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But and he was go, he was rambling on that one. I don't know. Something was up. Rambling the bar. All right, let's talk about Dustin's album, Eat a Peach. Dustin, you really went on, out on a limb here on this one. Wow, holy shit. You picked probably the greatest Southern rock album ever made and probably one of the top 25 albums ever made. I mean, Eat a Peach, 1972, phenomenal, phenomenal. Ain't Wasting Time No More opens up great, 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 almond slide guitar in this song um 
Melissa, first song ever written, I think, by uh, Greg Allman when he was 17 years old. That's his first song, Melissa, okay? I can't even fucking whistle, okay? This guy's writing this song at 17 years old, a phenomenal song. Uh, One Way Out, great, great riff. Uh, Trouble No More, another classic Southern rock song, great vocal. Blue Sky, uh, how can you not enjoy that song? Really super enjoyable. Um, and then Side 2 is an all-out gem. I mean, come on, man. You're not breaking ground here. This is a great, great album. There is not a negative on this. So, I mean, well done, sir. You, 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 pick, you picked a good one. I would, love to, I would love to see Anthony try to knock this one after giving us Bobby Bear Jr., He's so condescending, even though oh. he loves the album. He's like, oh. you, you're, you're really going out on a limb on this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably think one of the greatest albums of all time. What? <laughs> yeah, with with certain circles. There's a lot why of people who don't even he, bring this up at all. Why like, is he so... Yeah. Why is know, he condescending so, like it's that? It's so funny. Like he, it, it, well, it's funny because uh, you know I felt like last week I was breaking ground with the Viagra boys and stuff. And like it was yeah. like you know, and then like mm-hmm. that's breaking ground. And, and he couldn't wrap just, his head around it. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I don't know. Is this music? Time will tell. Right. <laughs> now he's being such a dick. If I ever do right. videos, I'm not gonna come on like a dick because it's uh, like. Oh, you just give man. yourself ammunition. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and he had to throw. A, he had to throw another dig at Bobby Bear Jr. On oh, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, this, I, didn't even, yeah. Oh, I didn't even hear it. <laughs> On this one, even, oh, yeah. he made fun of Bobby. Oh, that's yeah. yeah. That's I you know, that what, he, are you, what are you gonna do? What you are you can't do? let it go. I, right. You know, I'm trying to. I'm trying to mix it up. I'm trying to pick stuff that I know you guys not only you didn't pick, but you would not have picked. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, because yeah. apparently I'm not breaking grounds because I'm picking <laughs> albums. Like I'm just going to a top 40 list and I'm yeah. just like choosing albums. Unbelievable. Um, <laughs> he is hilarious. <laughs> well, that's why I have you, Anthony. I want you to do the weird albums. That's, yeah. that's the point. That's the point. We can't talk about Pat Benatar forever. Right. <laughs> so, all right. So what it's, uh, I guess, Adam. It's yeah. your album. All right. So I went with... Um, the uh, debut album of Kings of Leon. Uh, it was their 2003 album, U- uh, Youth and Young Manhood. Now, uh, Kings of Leon is three brothers. Uh, it's uh, Caleb, Nathan, and Jared Followell, and their cousin, uh, Matthew Followell. And um, they, uh, they grew up in, uh, I, guess, I guess their father was a uh, Pentecostal minister. So they grew up uh, kind of traveling the South uh, to all these uh, sermons he was giving. And... Um, I think it was, I guess around 99, they started the band, the three brothers, they brought uh, Matthew in it. And, um, and it was kind of, um, I think they said they started out first as a playing country music, then got into rock and roll. And I mean, this album is very much a, uh, you know, it's a, it's a mix of garage rocks, uh, punk, Southern rock blues. And it's a very uh, like, gritty raw uh kind of uh like like scuzzy rock it's the kind of rock that i like too especially especially when i heard this in 2003 i mean this was in a lot of ways they were kind of billed as the southern strokes and Mm -hmm. um yeah and this uh this album i first heard one of my friends uh 
I, I hadn't heard of this band before. One of my friends heard him at a party. He burned me the CD. He's like, you got to listen to this album. And, um, and it just, uh, it fit, it fit with, at the time. I actually went to see them, uh, play, uh, uh, play Bowery, um, back then. And it was, uh, I was actually, I was on a date, uh, where we're drinking tequila at the bar. Everybody's dancing, shouting, you know, shouting out the lyrics and everything. And the strokes happened to be right at the show, just right at that back bar right there at Bowery. Um, oh, wow. And uh, I think I might have actually done some shots with them too. And wow, uh, God damn, you do have a cool life. <laughs> <laughs> but but the rest of the night though, it was just a blackout. I woke up on a. Uh, I woke up on a. Cool. Uh, <laughs> it was <laughs> four, I know, four, on. Yeah. four in the morning, waking up on a uh, subway to Brooklyn. Wow. Having no idea where I was. <laughs> oh man, but so it was still funny. it was still fun though. Still, um, but uh, anyway, this this uh, you know I I hadn't heard this album in a while. I, I was trying to think of one of the albums. The, their first three or four albums are really good, but this is the one. Um, you know, I really I it's it's I I think um, yeah, I'm trying to think um the. Uh, yeah, there's just this raw energy to it that they don't really have. They didn't really Mm-mm. sustain it past no. their third. I mean, they, they became a very divisive band right after um, uh, right after their fourth album, the one that had Sex is on Fire and Use Somebody and the, the album that really kind of pushed them that into the mainstream. That was their fourth? Fourth, yeah. Oh, wow. And this is a band that they. it's pretty interesting because they um, did not hit it big until I think it was 2000. Uh, well, it was it was their fourth album where they hit it big. But um uh, they uh, they actually were really big in the UK with this album, and they had such oh. a big uh, UK following. Um, I don't know why it never really crossed over over here, but um, but I mean, it's got um, you know, uh, California Waiting is a great song on it. Happy Alone, Wasted Time, uh, Spiral Staircase, Molly's Chambers. This, I mean, it's it's you know, these are songs that are really rock bangers like these are th- songs that yeah. I, I feel like every time i listen to this song even listening to it now you listen to this album now uh it takes me back to kind of like the lower east side um yeah, in yeah. The, like the early 2000s in new york because this is the kind of band you would see if you wandered into uh arlene's grocery or pianos or mm-hmm. mercury lounge or a- any of those places and it was just such a great right. energy that was going on then but um I actually, after listening to this, I, I, at some point, I think the fourth album might have been the last one I, I heard of them. I stopped kind of following them, but I, I put on some of their more recent stuff, and you could just hear a complete different change in tone, change in, uh, you know, everything is much more polished. Yeah. But um, what'd you, uh, what'd you guys think of this? Uh, they're great. Um, I actually, I love the idea that, um, you know, the fact that they went to. They were big in the UK first, and yeah. so that's that's how you know they're good. I think that seems to be yeah. the formula. <laughs> it's like yeah. UK ends up liking you know Jimi Hendrix and Bill Hicks, and like there's a you know it's just such a rite of passage for great artists yeah. to come out yeah. when you know it's like America's always a little too slow, yeah, uh, for things that are you know sophisticated and ahead of their time. But uh, but yeah, I don't think. But this band, first of all, I don't think they're ahead of their time in the sense that it, it, it is back to kind of a classic sound and the yeah, fact yeah. that they they liked uh that they started country which is great i love the country to rock and roll like transition i think that's what makes them such a soulful band and they do have kind of a black crows thing and like a lot of stuff you know just just a really good 
sound, but uh, yeah, I like to copy Adam. And so it's like, I, I feel like I'm going to, you know, get more into Kings of Leon because I feel like, um, you know, you have a good, you have a good, you know, touch on music, like you a pulse on it. Like you get like kind of the bands that, you know, that were kind of important in the two thousands and things and that we forget about. And so it's like, there's a lot of good bands that I forget about. This is one of those bands. Like, I feel like I just forgot all about them. I didn't even know they existed anymore. And uh, it's like, and then you're like, Oh shit, this is a great band. Like I should have a couple albums. I should listen to them. Like they're all the songs are great. Like it's not, you know, it's like, there's, who's the band um there's another band that i really i feel it reminds me of them in a way um gosh uh something um oh i'll think of it later but anyway um but they're a great band anthony what'd you think i uh, i liked this um alabama shake that's what i was thinking oh, oh yeah. alabama shake <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right with uh, uh Brittany howard <laughs> yes that's sorry, sorry, Andy. Uh, I moved you off. I just said I'm I'm old. I had to remember it. <laughs> yeah, no, I like that too. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it'll bother me if I don't remember. Yeah, um, I liked it. I liked it. I I think this might have been. I didn't realize they had three albums before the big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember. So I I didn't like their them when they broke. You know, like those songs were fine for the radio. I wouldn't change the station necessarily, but. Uh, I wasn't buying their stuff when that, Mm -hmm. when that album broke. Uh, and I remember my buddy that I was in a band with at the time, we were at a studio and he had this, he had, I think it was this one, but it was one of their early albums for sure. And, uh, I was like, Oh, this is cool. What's this? And he's like, Kings of Leon. I was like, what? The band from the radio? (laughs) This is the way. Uh, and he like put he put the album on my iPod for me because he had <laughs> he had the <laughs> iPods <laughs> yeah one of the old the white ones with the scroll <laughs> that um and uh, you know it's it, it it was much more of that kind of indie rock like I like the Strokes mm-hmm. or whatever but that that kind of style on this first album I think even today sounds much less dated than. Uh, what they actually got rich from. Yeah. You know, like if, if that stuff came on the radio now, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that's clearly from 2006 or whatever. But uh, this one, if they came out with that now, I don't know how mainstream it would be, but like that's what all the hip New York and LA bands sound like. If you go like, you know, you're talking about Arlene's Grocery or or whatever, like whatever the LA equivalent uh, is, right. <laughs> uh, that's what you hear now. So I, I I was into it, and th- there were a couple of moments where it did remind me a little bit of uh, Bobby Bear Jr. the vo- the vocals. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, uh, <laughs> a couple of little things. Get in there, yeah. And, uh, and imagine that we did actually don't have time for Jeff's album, so uh, we got to you know. But he did do the Stone Temple Pilots, which I feel we kind of covered that a little bit in the beginning. Um, but uh, yeah, this was great. Uh, I feel like it's you know. This is family music. I think we could do another episode of more families oh, yeah. doing music. Yeah. You know, we could do definitely things. So thank you guys for uh, coming in. Thanks for, uh, you know, keeping it real, man, about vinyl records and music and life. We love it here. And uh, please uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, Dustin's Vinyl and listen to us live every Wednesday. This will be pre-recorded, but most of the time we're on there live on Twitch on Comedy Hub. So check that out and also check us out on all the podcast platforms. All right, everybody. Thank you. Keep supporting record stores. And Anthony, you're going to play us out. What do you got? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> this is what happens when you don't get paid. You're like, you want to play this out? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> if Anthony's on salary, he would do a solo on his knees, but he's like, this is how much you pay me. So, what do you, like, what do you, do you want me to do a little? What do you I need? Just, I don't know. It's whatever. We're over time anyway, but have fun, right? <laughs> yeah. Yay, whammy bar. All right, everybody. Keep rocking. Woo! Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. 